0: financial independence, a life that you love, it's in your head. It's your mindset in your vision. It's in your heart. It's what you truly want and what you will do to get it. And it's in your hands. It's mastery of your relationships, your money, and your life. I never spend more money than I make. It's too easy these days. It's like everything's built for monthly payments now. I remember when you could get a cell phone, you would go in and you would buy the cell phone. Now there are installment plans for cell phones. You don't even have the option to buy a cell phone in stores these days, it seems. You go to AT&T or so forth, they wanna sell you an installment plan on a phone. So I don't do that.
1: Inspiring you to financial independence and to a life that you love. This is the Life and Money Coach podcast with military officer and chaplain, seasoned real estate investor and entrepreneur, and certified performance coach for leaders at all levels. Jerry St. Pierre has inspired thousands to unleash their potential, and he is here to empower you to live a purpose-filled life. This is extraordinary every day. It's the Life and Money Coach Podcast. And now your host, Coach Jerry St. Pierre.
0: Inspiring you to financial independence and to a life that you love. Welcome back to the Life and Money Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Jerry St. Pierre. Today's discussion, five millionaire behaviors from a millionaire. Let's jump right in. First and foremost, I am paying very careful attention to increase my assets and decrease my liabilities. So what is an asset? An asset is something that puts money in your pocket, something that goes up in value that you could sell to then make you money or something that retains value such as gold or cash. These are things that you can exchange for value. You can sell your gold. You can pay your bills with the dollars. If it puts money in your pocket, it's an asset. And a liability is something that takes money out of your pocket. This is something that costs you money every month. For example, your mortgage on your house is a liability. Your car payments are liabilities. Uh, Your monthly payments on your cell phones and things that you might finance, these become liabilities. Why? Because they take money out of your pocket. I love buying assets, and I despise having liabilities sitting around, except for investment property, real estate, mortgages, but I'll come to that in a few minutes. So, But I'm all about acquiring and increasing my asset base and decreasing significantly as much as possible my liabilities. So I want to reduce or eliminate debt furiously, I like get after it really hard. And I'm aggressively and smartly, as educated as I can, making wise decisions on buying assets. An example of an asset may be investment property. It may be buying stocks and buying index funds, buying companies that have good valuations and so forth. These are assets that will put money into your pocket. And so I'm very aggressively buying assets and I avoid liabilities. Second, I never spend more money than I make. I never spend more money than I make. It's too easy these days. It's like everything's built for monthly payments now. I remember when you could get a cell phone, you would go in and you would buy the cell phone. Now there are installment plans for cell phones. You don't even have the option to buy a cell phone in stores these days, it seems. You, you go to AT&T or so forth. They want to sell you an installment plan on a phone. So I don't do that. Me personally, I go to Best Buy or I go online and I'll buy a phone for 125, 150 bucks that's got, you know, good memory to it, a nice camera, and I'm done. I've got everything that I need. And I go in and I just put in the AT&T SIM card and off I go enjoying life. And I avoided an $800, $900,000 cell phone. Installment plan, which is kind of how they get you these days. You, you're still paying the thousand dollars for the phone. You're just spreading out over twelve months, twenty four months, however many months it is these days. I don't know. I don't do it. But the other thing is, like when you buy like cars, they they they've got it figured out now. You can finance cars for five, six, seven years, from what I'm hearing now. Why would I want to to do that? Well, the idea, the way they sell you is this. Listen, if you can get your monthly payment affordable. It doesn't matter the cost of the vehicle. You can get something really nice for this low payment of $350 a month. But what you're actually paying is thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for that car that you really can't afford because if you could afford it, right, you just walk and pay cash for it. So I don't like to get locked into these monthly payment deals because I'm actually spending more money than I have. So that's second. I never spend more money than I make. I avoid these payment plans like the plague. If I can't pay cash for it, that means I can't afford it. And off we go. Third, cash flow is king. And I used to have the mindset that passive cash flow is king. But I think this was back when I didn't have a job that paid me decent money. I was still in school and so forth. And so I would always want to buy something that I could rent out or put to work for me, which is always a good mindset. So cash flow is king. And now my mindset is I want to maximize my earned income by working my W 2 job. And I want to maximize my unearned income. Those things that I invest in that make money for me every month that shows up in my bank account every month that I don't have to work for. Unearned income, commonly called passive income. And so it's important for me to build both, especially I've got a career that's predictable in the military. I know how to promote. I know how to stay the course in the military. So financially, it's a good move to invest my time and energy into my earned income because I can maximize that. Now, what's interesting, if you're a salary person like I am, if I put in 110% this month and next month, I put in 90 or 80%, or some people might actually do 70, 60, 50%. My paycheck check at the end of the month remains the same no matter how much work I put in. Now, if you don't do enough work, it'll start to show up and become a problem. But you see what I'm saying, right? So part of maximizing my earned income is putting in the work necessary to add value in the space, significant value in the space, while also taking the income that i get from adding value in my workspace and turning around and putting that money to work for me also so i turn around and take my w2 income my earned income and i invest it i put it to work for me you can invest it by paying off debt because you're you're not paying interest on that money you can invest it in mutual funds index funds retirement accounts etc but that money goes to work so i'm intentional about maximizing my earned income to make me more money and maximize my unearned income to make more money. So cash flow is king, and I learned to use cash flow to make a difference. Now let me explain cash flow. Cash flow is the amount of money I have left over after all expenses are paid, including living expenses. My net cash flow is all the money that I have after all my bills are paid that I can go ahead and put to work for me. So cash flow is all the money that's moving through my hands. Net cash flow is the amount of money I have sitting in my hands after it's all said and done that I could turn on invest. I could turn on give and turn on make a difference. I can build my way out of financial destruction, out of financial dependency into financial independency and eventually financial abundance. And so cash flow is the money that moves through your hand. And you, what you want is a net positive cash flow at the end of every month where you could put that money to work for you. That's cash flow. So I want to maximize my earned and unearned income. I want to build as much margin as possible and invest the rest. So with my cash flow, the idea is, how can I get to a place in life where I have a significant amount of money left over every month 500,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4, 5, 6, 7, 10,000, whatever? That I could turn around and invest to be able to create more wealth for me in the long run. And so with the cash flow pieces, my mindset is I want to create as much margin. That's that gap between after all your bills are paid and how much money you have left over. We want that number to be as much as large as possible. We could turn around and invest it. And so I want to be good with my cash flow. Number four. I use money as a tool for impact, not just accumulation. So in my mind, it is important to always be giving and making a difference. When my wife and I first got married, we've been married over 20 years now. We, we, we got tickets to a concert in Alabama. And so this is kind of like our, our wedding gift. So like about two weeks later after our wedding, we went to this. This concert, and then we followed on by heading down to New Orleans to take a cruise out of New Orleans. But well, while well, at that concert, they had these folks there called Compassion International. And my wife and I were both deep committed in our faith. We were 22 years old. I don't know that I had a job back then. I think I did have a job when she married me. That's how you know she loves you. And um, I, I was working doing something, but it was money was a bit tight. You know, we were just figuring out life. When none of us had went to college, had you know, significant market value as far as bringing in high income, and so, but we decided we would sign up for this Compassion International and start sponsoring a kid, you know, somewhere in the world. I think it was like twenty seven dollars a month, and then it went up to thirty two, and then thirty nine, and forty. Eventually, I think it got up to like fifty five a month. That was like eighteen years later, but we signed up to give to Compassion International. And the, the child would like write us a letter and we'd write letters back. It was a beautiful thing in our marriage to be able to, to give to someone. Now, we didn't have a lot of money. You see what I mean? We did not have much at all, but we were giving. And giving has been a consistent part of our marriage relationship and our money relationship throughout our 20 years. Money has become a tool for us to bless, to give, to make a difference more than just accumulating and saying, look at how much money I have it's, it's not about an end number. It's about an end result. And the result has got to be impact in other people's lives and impact in our kids' lives and freedom, time and location, freedom in our lives that we can get out there and make a difference in the world because we're built to serve. We're built to, to love people. And so money is, is a tool that we use for impact Not just accumulation to say, oh, look what my net worth is. I now drive a Bentley or what have you. Okay, fine. If you can afford a Bentley, great. Nothing wrong with Bentleys. But what's the impact? And so the goal is not so much that magic number, but what we can do with that magic number. And I think in the same space, talking about like we use money as a tool for impact. I'm also thinking impact generationally, like long term. Like my kids ability to manage money. I'm starting now that my kids are late, you know, mid teens and late teens. I'm starting to think, okay, how can I help them buy and own businesses, buy and own investment real estate, bring them into the family brand? Because as they become, as they apply these very principles that I share with you here on the show that have led to my success and I help them figure how that's going to look like in their life. Now you ready? Now I have a family. I have other people that I'm adding value in and creating wealth in their life, helping them create wealth, that's adding to our family wealth. Because hopefully hopefully one day they'll inherit my wife and I's wealth, whatever's left over. And they've got to be able to handle that. So I'm thinking, how are we teaching our children to handle millions of dollars, millions of dollars in assets? Like, what do you do with this, right? If you can't handle $100, I'm not giving you a million, that's for sure. So I'm thinking generationally, I'm thinking long-term. And so at each level of wealth creation, we use that money the, to celebrate what we've accomplished. Like my, one of my celebration buys was uh, was my Corvette. So we were in California and I saw this really beautiful uh, C, C5 C Corvette uh, drive by me, red, gorgeous. And I chased the guy down. Now, I was in a Toyota Solar. I had my convertible down. He had his top down. And, but there were a bunch of red lights. So I was able to catch him. And I said, what year is that? He goes 99. I said, I love that car. He goes, yeah. So I ended up after researching, I bought a, a a 2002 beautiful electron blue, the top goes down gorgeous car. So this is our, our splurge money, our celebration money to say, you know, we've accomplished a certain financial goal. How do we want to celebrate our hard work and our sacrifice? And so We bought a nice car for date nights. And so we still have a lot of fun in that car, but that's a tool. Money is a tool for making, you know, an impact in the world for celebrating. We like to give away. We like to partner with others to give away, to make an impact in the world. So we have the St. Pierre Alliance where we're giving out scholarships and performance coaches to students rising from adversity. We're making a difference, right? And with the margin that we have, we've always used that money to make an impact in other people's lives. And we're going to continue to do that. And my vision is that one day I hope to be able to make a significant contribution into people's lives, so that their lives are forever changed because of the investment faithfulness that we've had in our lives. So anyways, that's millionaire mindset. It's not about accumulate money. It's about making impact. Money is a tool for making impact. And last, number five, I hit on this earlier, but I'm going to foot stomp it really hard. Avoid consumer debt. I do not carry a credit card, uh, a balance on my credit card. I use credit cards every day, but they are paid off on the first day of every month. Almost two weeks before they're actually, you know, you got to make your mandatory payment at a certain date. I pay off all my credit cards between the 30th and the first of every month. I go in and pay, 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 pay. It's a zero balance. So I never carry a credit card balance. Interest rates are insane on credit cards, including mine. So I've never had payment plans for cell phones, I've never had payment plans for cars, I don't like contracts of any kind if I can avoid them. The only debt I carry is mortgages on my real estate, and those are 30-year fixed mortgages with a ton of equity, with a ton of cash flow positive built into it so it's very safe and I do intend not now I'm waiting. I'm using time as a factor in my wealth creation. I'm waiting, but I will pay off all those properties at some point. So I've, like I said, I've never financed a car. I don't do debt. I don't like consumer debt. I'll splurge on mortgages for a personal home or for rental property. But outside of that, I don't carry any debt. The, these are the things that have really, as I reflected, contributed to us becoming millionaires. And it's, it's weird to say that because I grew up very impoverished. I don't feel like I'm a millionaire, but but these are things that got us there, and it was just being faithful to these this mindset and these behaviors over time. And I'm sure there's more. Maybe I'll do another episode on on more. But take these to heart, put them to practice in your life. Until next time, inspiring you to financial independence into a life that you love. This is the Life and Money Coach Podcast. <music>
1: Loved this episode of the Life & Money Coach Podcast? Head over to iTunes or Google Play to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Visit lifeandmoneycoachpodcast.com to join the community. Thank you. The Life & Money Coach
0: Podcast and related websites are the personal views of Jerry St. Pierre, The content in this show are not those of the United States Air Force, Department of Defense, or U.S. government. Content expressed are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon any information or content found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.